thing. Hello, everyone. Welcome to My Wife, She Loves That Reprise Cast, a podcast where we're just tying up all the loose ends. I'm Ashley, and I'm joined, as always, by your friend and mine, Molly. Uh, hey, hi, it's me, Molly. We got Luke with us. We're back, baby. We're back. Back we like even, we never left. We weren't even really gone that long. I mean, we did take two told, weeks off. We missed a couple of weeks, yeah. And I mean, yeah. we didn't actually, like, us recording, we were only gone for one week because we did that Alan Wake episode. Oh, right, God. But that yeah, wasn't so on this feed. If you want the other uh, Ashley, Luke, Molly, Iris cast, there's right, if you want Alan the secret Wake fifth podcast. episode of I Live On Through This Reprise. Yeah, that is over yeah. on the uh, Skies of Academia uh, podcast Th- feed. This isn't a lake, it's a reprise cast. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> this isn't a Metal Gear, it's an Alan Wake. <laughs> um, yeah, that one's over in the other feed. Uh, pretty good ep. If I do say so myself, yeah. Uh, but we're uh, we're not here to do that, Luke. Yeah, huh? What you been doing? Oh it's boy, it's been two weeks been since we recorded this podcast. Yeah, and it's been th- yeah, yeah. It's been some time. Uh, what all have I been doing? I got back into Guilty Gear. Uh, yeah, I saw been, that. Been playing some more Guilty Gear. Hey, you know it's a pretty fucking good video it's game. It's a pretty good fucking game. <laughs> it's Guilty Gear. I like to play. So it. true. I like to hit people with my sword. It's a real really- shame we landed on like opposite fighting games. It is, it is, because we're both playing them, but, like, yeah, the one that really clicks with me is Guilty Gear, and that's, like, the one that definitely doesn't click with you. It, I mean, like, I was doing okay. I wasn't, no, but, like, I compared think I to all fun. the other ones you've tried, it seems like it comes in at the bottom. Um, no, I think Dragon Ball is probably the last, that's the fair, bottom that's of that fair. list. Did you see that they're adding a tag mode to Guilty Gear? Yes, but I that's the last thing I want. I don't really want it either, but I'm just kind of like, sorry, you're doing what? Yeah, you're adding what mode? You're making a completely different fighting game in this fighting game? If you say so. Okay, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's that's wild. Um, I should really try any of the DLC characters. I bought the season oh, pass. Yeah, you should. But I just like being Nagoriyuki so much. You like so being Nagoriyuki. You like being Vampire Big Sword. I like being Vampire Big Sword. Although the what's his name Johnny. If you told me yeah, uh, Vampire Big Sword was an actual name of a Guilty Gear <laughs> character, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, what's his name Johnny? I think the the cowboy samurai guy. He seems pretty neat. He turns yeah. you into a playing card, and then he cuts the playing card in half. That's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. It's like. He turns you into one, and it's like a jack or an ace or something, and then he slices it, and it turns into a joker. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It's fucked because up. you're the joker. Yeah. Um, yeah, they've added a lot of characters since I've played that game. They added Bedman. We He's stopped bed- playing, like, when Happy Chaos came out, I feel like. Or I did. Yeah, I played the last... I think they... We're about to release uh, Sin Kisuke when I stopped, and then yeah. uh, so he's the the newest or the the oldest new character for me. And then yeah, you got you got Bedman, you got Johnny. They just added what's her name, Elfelt. They have that uh, um, that cube guy who's the guy with the cubes. Cubes? Am I mixing them up? It's like I want to say it's the fuck is this guy's name? Guilty Gear Cube Guy. I'm googling. It's not helping me. 
It's not helping. Hang on. No. I'll get there. Continue. Okay. Uh, but yeah, having a good Cuban. time. Cubeman. Cubeman. Uh, having a good time with that. Um, I've watched uh, several movies. Um, I, we were just mentioning I just watched Joss Whedon's Justice League yesterday. Joss Whedon's Justice League. Joss Whedon's Justice League. Um, that uh, not a good movie. Well, I'm sure you're looking forward to the real cut. Yeah, I get to watch another cut of it that's twice as long. Yeah, all four hours of it. Uh, Guilty Gear Strive DLC character Oscar. Oscar? I don't know if I know this R- guy. Maybe. R hashtag. Let me see. Let me see. Um. If this guy's in here, I have so far never fought anybody using him. <laughs> yeah, I think he's got really low health or something. Okay, okay, yeah. Asuka R. Sharp, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Don't yeah. know what his deal is. I was going to say um, Akira, and that's why I didn't say it, because I knew I was wrong. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, oh, I see. He's that man. Sure. <laughs> who, who's like the villain of Guilty Gear. His name is just that man. Yeah. Uh, anyway, any, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know anything about the story of Guilty Gear. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, Justice League, bad movie. Uh, me and Chelsea watched Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Pretty fun. Yeah. Better movie? But, Be- yeah, oh, better than Justice League. Hard not to be. Just sort of silly, good fun. Um, I saw Shutter Island. Pretty good movie. Uh, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, I liked it. Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio's in that, and he's he's a he's a federal marshal inspecting an insane asylum. But maybe things aren't all as they seem. Um. Yeah, you made a letterbox. I to did. Post. Ashley's been yelling at me to make a letterbox for a long time. I was like, fine, I'll make one. I guess I need to go in and log Bill and Ted and fucking Justice League now. I mean, you can log whatever you want. <laughs> I mean, I saw them. I should I should put them on there. Sure. You know, that's 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 the idea. That uh, is the idea. Yeah. Oh, and I personally would appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, and then I, me and Chelsea also went to the theater and saw The Boy and the Heron, the, the Miyazaki film. I've not seen this one. Uh, I liked it a lot. I'm not like... I always feel weird because I feel like in our immediate circle... People are like generally kind of down on Miyazaki, yes. but then immediately beyond that, the rest of the world is like, "Well, this is clearly the greatest animator who's ever lived." Yes. So it's real weird uh, for me to just be like, "I don't know. I like him. Okay, he's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> he makes some good movies." Um, but yeah, yeah but- none of them. Only a handful like really like do it for me, and this was definitely one of them. I I enjoyed it quite a bit. A lot of, lot of birds and a lot of bird shit. In the Heron yes. movie? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. They also got pelicans. They also got parakeets. The parakeets are great. The parakeets are so fucking good. <laughs> Did you see the English version or the Japanese version? We saw the English version. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I, I watched the Japanese version, so I did not know that the king of the parakeets is played by Dave Bautista. <laughs> Dave Bautista, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, there, a lot of, like, very famous people really committing to the voice work in a way that, like, you don't recognize that, you know, because especially American movies or whatever, uh, celebrities in an animated movie, they're just doing their bit, you know? Yeah. 
And this is like, if you did not tell me Robert Pattinson was that heron, I would not know that Robert Pattinson, Pattinson was the heron. Sure. Uh, yeah. Guys I, doing voice acting? Yeah, exactly. They're doing voices while they act. It's crazy. It's crazy. But, yeah, but the heron is such a weird character. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he's just got a weird little man in there. It's, uh, I also saw it. I, 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 I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I think I liked it more than you did. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I, I was very like, oh, this is this is amazing. I love it. Perfect movie. And you were like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, like you messaged me like after I like said like, oh, I just can't, got out of the movie. He's like, well, that was basically perfect. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a thing you could say about this movie, <laughs> right? Right. Um. I don't know. I think that's it for me. I didn't say a lot about all those movies I saw, but that's because there were a lot of them, and some of them I saw weeks ago at this point. You don't have to, you know? Yeah. There's no no word count for this podcast. Uh, Sometimes it feels like there is. (laughs) No. (laughs) Ashley, what have you been doing? Uh, I went to Canada. What? True. Yeah. It's really close by, actually. Luke, did you not know this? No, I knew. I was just playing okay. it up for the for the folks at home. All right. Uh, yeah, I went to uh, my folks uh, came into town, so I went right from work to the train station. You know, parked my car overnight for a couple of days. Yeah, I was gonna say actually. To be fair, I don't know if you told Luke you were going to Canada until you were in Canada. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, like the <laughs> day we were supposed to record, you're like, by the way, we're not recording this week. I'm in Canada. <laughs> yeah, I kind of fucked that up. <laughs> Well, anyway, uh, so yeah, I, I went uh, with my folks to uh, by train to Canada. Uh, my mom got the train tickets and did not realize that it was going to be like pitch black dark at 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. here. So all of the talk we had of like great views on the train ride was, was not there. Uh, and also because I've been watching way too many old movies, I was like, mm. when we're like, oh yeah, we're going to take the train. I'm like, oh nice. We'll have our own little like car <laughs> or like, you know, <laughs> little booth. Like, sectioned off area and stuff like, no, no. Right, right. You know, it's basically an airplane uh, on we wheels. We gotta get back. We, we gotta get, yeah, we gotta get trains back. <laughs> right, becoming a return guy, but just I for trains. It was better than an airplane. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it was better than airplane. You can, like, walk around and stuff. It's, it was actually really, really nice. Uh, the way back was a bit more difficult just because we got stuck behind a freight train. Uh, and that, like, so we were stuck in Canada for, like, two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, that was something. Uh, but we had a good time there. We went through some parts, went through some forests. Uh, we watched all of Andor there uh and my parent my mom especially was kind of mad how much she loved andor yeah because we would usually do the because thing your mom's where, like, not generally into that kind of thing right yeah she was like i am super not interested in star wars i am right uh but like, i remember we, you telling us about trying to make her watch mad max and she'd just be like no bye yeah uh and so that we were doing the same thing where we're all like we're choosing a movie or, like, a TV show for people to, like, watch some of. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched, like, a Christmas movie. We watched, and then I was like, hey, I would really like to, you know, at least watch Andor with my dad. You don't have to watch it, Mom. 
I just think my dad would like it. And she's like, yeah, sure. And, you know, so she's like walking in and out. And then she sits down and starts walking. They're like, next episode? <laughs> yeah. And we just went through it. <laughs> uh, and also they partly filmed and partly based uh, some of that season off of uh, something that's also covered in my mom's favorite show of all time. So, Oh, great. Yeah. Uh, in in Scotland, about a dam that uh, blocked a river that was holy to local pagans. It's this whole thing. Mm. And there was displacement, and it's a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, I also rewatched Johnny Monomic. Oh, sure. I, it loaded up uh, my... Uh, Steam Deck with a bunch of games for the trip And one of them was Cyberpunk 2077 mm-hmm. uh, And I was like Playing it on the train I was like you know I'm kind of feeling this uh, I, I think the Especially the opening of that game Is stronger than a lot of like Where it eventually goes Sure yeah uh, But I was having a lot of fun with it And so I was like yeah I should watch Some Cyberpunk stuff I also watched a bit of Max Headroom Right before this podcast Mm-hmm the original like tv show right right but yeah i'd watch johnny monomic at the beginning of this year and i thought it'd be a fun book in to watch the black and white version at the end of the year uh mm. and i i did not like it that much when i first watched it and i think i like it less than the second watch <laughs> great yeah yeah I, yeah I remember i think i was just re-listening to some like twin peaks episodes and hearing you say that it wasn't very good a lot of people really click with it and really enjoy it, and I, I God bless you all. <laughs> sure. Uh, but I, there's just so much of that movie that just kind of infuriates me. <laughs> right, right, right. On, like, a plot level. <laughs> uh, I thought the black white version, like, there were some parts that, like, really were effective with it, really cool, and then some parts that just became incomprehensible without any color. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, it's good to know that uh, after a year of film and really expanding my uh, palette, watching a lot of like you know genre and horror movies, uh, that I came right. back and I, I feel the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Keanu Reeves though. Keanu Reeves and yeah. you know Cyberpunk Ooh. Dolphin. Yeah. Other than that, uh, played all of House Slipper Two. Mm-hmm. Molly walked by uh, oh, a few that nights up? ago. Yeah, and was like, oh, yeah, I just beat the final boss of House Flipper 2. Which is when you uh, you re- you flip the ugliest house in the town. Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, makes sense, yeah. Yeah. They, they go a... I think I, they, I had heard some stuff where they had gotten some criticism of... Uh, some bit of the game, but another game that they did where you were, like, literally a landlord. <laughs> oh, sure. Uh, and you were like, oh, you can kick people out and shut up, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right, right, uh, right. And so they make it very clear that for all of the story kind of line missions, you are just, uh, fixing people's houses up that, like, they are, that they already own or that they just bought. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that you're turning this ugly house into a community center of course right yeah yeah you, you've oh, got to so save the flipping the, houses yes you could 
you could still it go into a community the, center. Yeah. You could still buy houses and, you know, flip them in the thing, but it is less of a main draw than it was in the last game. Sure. Okay. And, you know, the 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 parts that I I really didn't ever care about that. The parts that I still like are still there, so it's all good for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. I, I could still, uh, you know, choose to make whatever ugly house I want to. I did notice that sure, yeah. uh, they gave you, like, a main house. I did notice that they had, uh, like, some Twin Peaks red room-ass tile, so I just made my living room the red room. <laughs> Great. Oh, nice. With one of those, like, green countertops that the ring is made from. Oh, sure. Oh, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so th- I, w- I was having fun. Yeah. Oh, God. M- Molly! Oh, God, what have I done? Uh, I watched Jaws for the first time. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, those motherfuckers gay. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my uh. review. Is Hooper and uh, Brody gotta get a room, bro. You kidding me? Uh-huh. I, uh, like, we've watched that movie for the first time with my parents, and that was my letterbox review. <laughs> was yeah, the sexual Chris, tension between Chris Brody and Hooper. pointed that out to me afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Here's uh, the thing. And the, the guy's getting in the shark cage. Yeah. And yeah. Brody is like, hey, you still got your glasses on. You don't want to wear those under the goggles. And he's like, oh, yeah, bro, here you go. And he hands him his uh, glasses and then he puts one arm in his mouth and just holds them there and it's like bro <laughs> <laughs> sucking on this other man's glasses what the fuck is happening here it was the scene where they were having wine together that was like this oh god yeah dude his wife is in the room and no she's not <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm just saying there's an easy space for a fic right there <laughs> It is it is unbelievable how married this guy is, and yet he pays no attention to his wife and pays all of his attention to this man who's telling him about one shark. Uh, but yeah, I that was my letterbox review. My mom like kind of looked over my shoulder and saw that she's like, "Well, I didn't see it like that." <laughs> yeah, well, you're not fucking gay, are you? <laughs> so it was hearing you say that I was like, "Oh, thank God." They were fucking. I, they were fucking. Uh, but yeah, that that movie's good. <laughs> yeah, it's good, good movie. Turns out. Really? Wow. <laughs> it's Jaws. I know. <laughs> I've never heard this. Yeah, yeah it's, nobody's it's, ever said this to you before. <laughs> uh, so brand new information. But yeah, Jaws is pretty good. Huh? Who'd have thought? Yeah, it's the. It's like when the Fablements were com- was coming out. People were like. Yeah, like, this would be, like, really self-aggrandizing, but he did make Jaws. <laughs> right, right. Right, so, you know, maybe let him cook for a minute. Um, I played when he was, like, a... 26 or something. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, we were, like, making foot fetish jokes about totally spies at the same age. <laughs> Ours is better. <laughs> let's yeah. see let's see steve spielberg come out here and do this every week i don't fucking think so i don't fucking think so um 
Steve, hit me up if you want to do this every week. Yeah, Steve, we'd love to have you on the show. <laughs> Steve, yeah. if you want to come through? Loved your movie. It was a little gay. We can talk about <laughs> Columbo up again. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just going to send an email to steven.spielberg at gmail, and, you know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> steven at spielberg.com. <laughs> I... I've heard that like ninety percent of like famous actors are literally just their full name at Gmail. <laughs> I've also heard that, so you know that, we might I we mean, might get lucky. Yeah, that didn't make sense. Um, I uh, played a little video game called Metal Gear Solid Three Snake Eater. Oh baby, you had like started it and Snake then Snake Eater. <laughs> you had started it and then clearly just you know other things were happening in your life and you weren't playing. I was like. She might just forget to go back to it. We might just do oh, no. another TR season. No, at some no, point. no. And then you banged it all out on like New Year's Eve. It was yeah, Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and just Pris. the entire game. Ashley was not home. Me and Pris moved out all our shit to the living room. We Fuck just yeah. sat and played through Snake Eater. Uh huh. Um, was well, it a okay. thrill? So you probably now understand like MGS two was just like uh, a dumb weird game for like didn't make any sense and MGS three is the good one right? No, Metal Gear Solid three is kind of a dumb game that doesn't make any sense. And Metal <laughs> Gear Solid two is a really good one. <laughs> yes. Metal Gear Solid three is like yeah they made a Bond movie and it's too right. long like it's it's a little longer than it should be probably. Mm-hmm. Um the. The camouflage stuff isn't as fiddly as I was worried it was going to be because mostly you stay in the same regions for a good amount of time. Yeah, you can kind of just pick one of the ones that is at least pretty good on every terrain and you're good to go. Um, yeah, kind of. I mean, like, for some of it is like, okay, this one is clearly the urban one. This one is clearly the forest one. This one is yeah. clearly the mountain one. And then, like, there are other ones you could use, but, like, why would you? Um, yeah, I kind of like how 4, Peace Walker, and 5 kind of riff on it. Because the thing in MGS4 is it's, you know, in the near future. So you have, like, yeah. uh, a fancy tech suit that, like, any wall or floor that you stick to or, like, you crouch on, you your suit just, like, turns into that texture. They literally just apply that texture to Snake's body. Man, that's cool. <laughs> right. So it's more about, like, positioning and, uh, you know, just, like, keeping your environment around you. Um, yeah, I, I know there is a bit where you can pose as a, like, marble statue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, like, a part where there's, like, three marble statues, but one of them's been blown up by a bomb, and you can just stand there. And uh, if you stand there too long, Snake will accidentally break the dick off the statue next to him. Oh, no. <laughs> um, the, uh, the thing about Metal Gear Solid 3. Yeah, 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 yeah. What was Boss cooking? Uh, well, you know, the overview effect is a phenomenon described where astronauts see the entire planet and are filled with a sense of wholeness for the yeah. human race and want to, you, you know, no longer have a strong sense of, like, national borders and what have you. Um, okay, so what about the guy who went to space and then turned into fire? Um, his, like, Didn't suit work broke. out for him. He was, he was too busy being on fire to have yeah, an overview effect yeah. to happen to Feel him. that oneness. Right. Um, I imagine that's the, I, it's not, but I imagine that's the same space flight where the boss is just having a the profound, boss is just like, holy like, shit. moment, and right next to her, the Fury is just screaming. <laughs> She's like, could you give me a minute? I'm trying to be the joy over here. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know why everyone in Metal Gear Solid is obsessed with her, because I think she's kind of a moron, but like... Yeah. You know, she's doing her best. She's, she's the ultimate she's patriot. She, um... Yeah, she is the ultimate patriot, uh, which, one, that's a big knock against you. Right. Um, but 
two, she said the words, we have to find the center of capitalism and communism. And that's where we'll find <laughs> beauty. I forgot you know? she said I that. I didn't remember her saying that. I thought it was more just we need to do away with all ideology and just live like, you know, brotherhood of man type thing. No, I'm pretty sure she says we have to find the center of capitalism. I mean, you've played it more recently than I have, because I haven't yeah. played it in the past week, so I'll, so, I'll defer to you, but... <laughs> I don't know what the fuck she was cooking. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it wasn't anything good. You know, That's, she was, she I was think, Big Boss's mom. <laughs> I think if Boss had a moment where, like in Metal Gear Solid 2, where I was like, god damn, this guy's spitting, and then right. it goes wrong, yeah. I would be, like, way more into it. But, no, she just kind of sounds stupid the whole time, so... Yeah, I, I, the way I see it is more like she's so, because ultimately she's kind of, like, yes, she believes what she's saying, but also not in the way she leads you to believe, right? Because she's working for America the yeah, whole time. Yeah, she is still doing America the whole time. Like, that's, right. that's, she, yeah. that's the tragedy. Right, right. So to me, it's more like, like, Big Boss's trajectory is like, I need to not let, like, anything happen to anyone, like, what happened to the boss. I think and what maybe, if I just simply, if I commit enough war crimes, right, no one will ever hurt... No one will uh, ever do another one. No one will ever hurt a CIA MILF again. No one will ever have to go up against a soldier of another nation. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. You, ma'am, you've inspired at least six people to form rogue states. Right. Uh, <laughs> like you, you fucked want, it up. If you want the game about Big Boss realizing that maybe the boss is stupid, uh, Peace Walker is the game you should play. <laughs> we are playing Peace Walker next. So okay, yeah. Uh, I booted up five uh, yeah. and did the little intro mission, and they do. Like I said, they give uh, they give Venom Snake a little stand in that game. Uh, what do you <laughs> mean? <laughs> that that little girl uh, who's kind of like the harbinger of the big scary fireman. Oh, did you not recognize who that is? No. Oh, have you not seen someone else with a gas mask while you've been playing Metal Gear games? I'll be honest, I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> I guess I won't spoil it for you then. Yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things everyone saw the trailer and like, oh, holy shit, that's... But if you didn't catch it, then I won't say anything. No, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't... I don't know. Sure. You're fine. Right. The, the important part you know, about... Good. Yeah. The important part about uh, you playing MGS3 was seeing how gay ocelot truly is he's so gay dude oh yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) the thing is revolver ocelot is the guy of all time he really Um, is because the the (laughs) end of that game where he is fucking on the phone with who's he on the phone with first he's on the phone with russia first i think i think so yeah and he's like no problem guys crushed it gave gave the chinese the wrong one don't you worry we're all good to go um and then calling the u.s don't worry guys i got it no problem everything's good to go we're cooking yeah you know i'm all about the patriots for real um and then it's like man i don't know who revolver ocelot works for i think it might be revolver ocelot at the Uh, end of portable ops uh the like not very good psp game yeah uh Ocelot's not really in that game, but as part of the ending cutscene, they're like the guy he's on the phone with is just walking down a hallway, and he just bumps into Ocelot. He's like, "Ocelot, what are you doing here?" And Ocelot just shoots him and takes the philosopher's legacy back. <laughs> he's the goat. He's the goat. I don't know. <laughs> he's the guy that if you need to like throw in a t- like, I was secretly working for someone else. Right. Yeah. And like. <laughs> 
the other thing is just the the thing with the philosopher's legacy is so goofy. <laughs> It's like, all the money from China, America, and Russia pulled together. And you lost it? Well, we had one accountant who was in charge of keeping track of it, and he stole it on us. And he stole it. You guys couldn't find that guy? And he gave it to his shitty electric son. Right. <laughs> and apparently he could just... I just think it's incredible that they couldn't track that guy down and go, hey... Where's right. our money, dickhead? Yeah. And he's like, well, I have it on this microrofilm. Right. <laughs> that you'll never get. Yeah. yeah and one it's of like, the, he uh, works for the... Russia. <laughs> you have the... access to him. He's right there. <laughs> Just go one pick the... it up. One of the big writing challenges MGS4 has to overcome is it has to finally decide once and for all what Ocelot's deal is. Right, you have to decide who he's actually working for. Right, what is his actual plan? Because it's the end of the series, we gotta come up with what the final thing is. He stole a ray. Uh-huh, that's true. Um, I don't know why he stole at the end of Metal Gear Solid 1, but he stole something. He stole the test data from Metal Gear Rex. Okay. And then he, like, disseminated it, which is what led to Ray being built in the first place. Okay. Yeah, I don't know, dude. He he could be anything. Got me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but... You know what uh, he is, is he's in love with Big Boss. Yeah, yes. That's that's the most important thing about him. Um, and you know what? MGS4 honors that. Oh, good, okay. <laughs> well, good, because... Yeah, the thing in I mean, uh, uh, Peace Walker is that, like... You don't get to change your camo mid-mission. It's just, hey, this is going to be this type of environment. What kind of camo are you wearing to it? That makes sense. It's a PSP game. It makes sense. And also, I think it makes, like, it gets rid of the, the fiddly menu thing. And yes. it also tur- it makes it, like, a strategic thing of, like, well, I'm, this says it's going to be jungle and factory. I can only have yeah, camo that's one of those. Yeah, which I think I better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's also true. just I'm makes curious. sense of, like, how you would actually get camo. <laughs> right, right. Uh, oh, you mean you didn't pick it off random people's bodies? <laughs> um, the la- the last thing I will say about Metal Gear Solid Three is there was yeah. a solid three hours uh-huh. where I was like, "Man, my stamina bar is just dropping like crazy." Uh-huh. Um, and then I went into the cure menu for something else, right? And they- I had about six leeches on me that I didn't know yeah. about for yeah, you're gonna get leeches. That's just for gonna hours happen. for hours. <laughs> Yeah. And I was just like, damn, snake hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so. A thing I like, I'm just gushing about Metal Gear now, and sorry, you're going to see how to deal with it. A thing I like in uh, 5 is that. I'm going to uh, play 5. <laughs> I know, I'm not talking about the story, just a gameplay okay. thing. Uh, they, like, dynamically respond to how you play it. So, like, if you do a lot of night missions, you'll start to notice all the guard posts have way more floodlights, so there's less shadows for you to hide in. Oh, sure. Or if you get a lot of headshots, all the guards get better helmets. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> that ruins my life. Yeah. It's it's neat. Uh, Great. Anyway, that's my 10 minutes of Metal Gear. Um, great. I haven't played any farming games since we last talked, somehow. Um, well, I tried yeah. to start a couple that I got, like, for Christmas stuff. Right. Um, and it just didn't stick. Yeah, I was going to say, I guess MGS3 is more of like a pre-agrarian sort of foraging sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't call it foraging <laughs> yes. necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> it's more of kind of a hunter-gatherer situation. You are a forager situation. hunter in that game. Did you, did you catch the legendary Suchinoko? 
Oh, Suchinoko real? Yeah. Oh my god, no, I didn't. I did catch Solid Snake. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I didn't find the other two. But. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, uh, that I, last I, boss fight is cool, but kind of annoying. <laughs> a little bit. The The counter is, like, it's clearly not, you know, a beat-em-up, so hitting that counter is kind of annoying. It's a little tough. Yeah, I, I, the way I always fight her is just hiding in the, like, field and just sniping her. Yeah, that's basically what I ended up doing. Yeah. I I had honestly forgotten, like, if all of the Ape Escape stuff was in the base game or not. <laughs> it is, but it's not in the fucking HD collection. Oh, because in, it, like, it was on the original disc, but when they did Subsistence, they moved it onto disc two because that was a two disc version, and uh, the HD version basically just has disc one. That's a shame. Yeah, it's frustrating. <laughs> um, yeah, I, so I I really part of the reason why I played MGS one or MGS three was because I was an Ape Escape fan. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ape Escape's pretty good. Don't get me wrong. Love an Ape Escape. Yeah. Yeah, it's just extremely funny that that is partly the reason. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also have been playing Grand Blue Fantasy uh, versus Rising, mm-hmm. uh, as well as Street Fighter Six. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm bad at Street Fighter because I haven't played it in forever. Yeah. Um, and I'm not good at Grand Blue Fantasy versus Rising yet because I haven't learned any combos. It's a new game. But I do hit guys really big with big swords, so... Hey, what more can kinda, you want out of life? Kinda, yeah, kind of feeling you right now, I, you know? <laughs> I got a different guy with a big sword in that game. Um, Columbo. 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 Folks, we are back. This is Season 3, Episode 7, Swan Song. Oh, mm-hmm. actually, I forgot to tell you. Uh, can we put that in the description for the episodes? Uh, yeah, I've already put out? the description yeah. for the next... Perfect. Yeah. Um, I I just wasn't sure if you saw that in the Discord. Hello, Discord folks. Um, Columbo. Yeah. Jonathan Cash. Jonathan Cash himself. Jonathan Cash Money. Uh, Blake's father. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's arriving at uh a like open air auditorium, not auditorium, stadium. There you go. That's what I'm looking yeah. for. Yeah. Tommy Brown. Yeah. Um yeah, he should listen. Um a lot of stuff happens in this episode. Yeah. Not a lot we're talking about. <laughs> I, a lot of it is go a musical number. Yeah, there's a lot of Johnny Cash singing this song, and that sounds good on paper. I love to hear yeah. Johnny Cash sing a song. They wrote him a bad song. Just a really bad generic like Yeah, it's it's, yeah, extremely generic is the way. Because, you know, part of Johnny Cash's uh, appeal and, you know, why he is beloved even outside of country. Yeah. Is, you know, it was the outlaw country. And even in his more gospely and, uh, pro, you know, Christian-y songs, it was very much, hey, I did some bad shit. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, and in this one where he is playing a character who did some bad shit. <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, he did not, it, it is just like, oh, I was once a sinner, but now I've seen the light. And then yes. repeat that 20 more times. 
I guess to be fair, this is not a song they wrote for this. It is like uh, you know, an established like gospel song, but it's a bad one. Well, it's a bad one. Yeah. Yeah. They have some um, good gospel songs. It's the one that your most boring youth pastor wants to sing at church. Honestly, I think it would have been fine if it was Johnny Cash just singing it. Uh-huh. I find his backing singers intolerable. Right. Well, so does Johnny Cash. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> unfortunately, he gets new worse backup singers. So, right. you know. Yeah, yeah they, they make mention that, like, oh, yeah, the new one's so much better, and no, she's not. No, she's not. It's just, the, it's just the same in a different tone, and I get it, but, like, dude. Well, honestly, if they played this song once, I'd be like, fine, whatever. It's the fact that they, like, they keep repeating it. Play yeah, it comes one up, other song. Yeah, it comes up three or four times. Yeah. Um, and, like, different yeah, recordings plays, of it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one other song throughout this entire show. And that other song's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. The one where he talks about it Sunday and he wishes he was stoned. I love that. It was right. a pretty good tune. Yeah. Um, yeah anyway. I, I just think I remember there a story about the writing of that song uh, where the oh, really? guy wrote it as, uh, you know, on Sunday wish I was stoned. And everyone was like, you can't write that for Johnny Cash. <laughs> you can't. This can't be a popular song where you say you wish that you were stoned. Uh, and then Johnny Cash like went on stage at the Grand Old Opry and sang it and like really punctuated that he wished that he was stoned. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, after the concert, you know, uh, I'm just gonna keep what calling are, him what Johnny are both Cash. Your relationships. Yeah. What are both your relationships with Johnny Cash? Uh, I played oh, a lot of Tony Hawk's Underground where Ring of Fire was on it, and I was like, I kind of like this song, actually, and looked up some other Johnny Cash songs and said, you know what? Hey, Johnny Cash, pretty good. Uh, they played his cover of, uh, oh god, is it called Hurt? Yeah, Hurt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They played his cover yeah. of Hurt on the local radio station I listened to, and that's pretty much long and short of it. Right. Hey, great pretty cover, fucking though. good, yeah. Yeah, great cover, though. Yeah. My dad, you know, he... Likes the punk music, but he also is very big into country, and Johnny Cash was his guy. And that mm. was one of the ones that uh, did get rubbed off on me. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. He's yeah, just kind of good. Yeah, he's just kind of good. It's it's the reason why yeah. if people don't like country, they like Johnny Cash still. Right. I mean, he just, his voice is just kind of like, not like anyone else's. It just has a lot of, like... Even when he's just singing, like, a basic song, he just has a lot of, like, oomph in it. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, there's also all the stuff where he's like, oh, he recorded this at a prison. Right. Right. Uh, uh, but, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he goes backstage, and he is just swamped by girls. Yeah, everyone uh, wants to fuck this gospel singer. Yes. That's right. And you know what? He wants to fuck all them, too. <laughs> yep, but he keeps getting these nasty looks from the leader of his choir, and he's like, oh. Who he's also married to under duress? Oh, I forgot they were yes. married. Right, yeah, yeah, Yes, yeah, they yeah. are married under yeah, duress they, because they are married, he but she... uh, was going to go to prison. Well, he was in prison, and then she got him parole. Yes. Oh, right, right, right. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, because I guess she just found out there, oh, like, there's this amazing singer... In this prison, and she was like, I, I got him out and married him, and then I'm basically kind of keeping him hostage. 
Right, he's basically her slave. Yeah, pretty much. Um, because uh, the main reason for this is that uh, he did commit statutory rape. Um, right. Uh, there is a woman who is part of the choir um, who he slept with when she was 16. Right. Um, and she has been holding on to all that evidence since. Um, and that is after he got out of jail initially. So, uh, you know, no, no double jeopardy here. Here's a fresh charge for him. Right. Uh, should he ever decide that he's done singing gospel uh, for yes. her. Um, and she's so like, and not just singing not gospel. Either, the- she's very like, you got to live the straight and narrow life. Like, and also I- you do not make any money from this endeavor. Like, period. Right. Like, I'm doing you a favor by doing this to you because I'm keeping you godly. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. Yeah, it is... The The wife is real awful, but it, like Molly said, it is hard to feel for him because he did do a statutory rape. Right, yeah, it's kind of... Like a lot. No, like a no, lot. No heroes in this one. Like he did, like he did it a lot. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's <laughs> bad in this one. Uh, yeah, no, I... I the girl uh, who is just, you know, kind of in the middle of this, she's innocent. She should sure. not have been killed. If Johnny Cash and this lady both die, you know, net neutral. That's, that's fine. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> so um, there is a $5 million tabernacle that they want to build. Johnny Cash wants his part of the money from the tabernacle. He has not been given any money, period. Right. Uh, Edna uh, says, fuck you. Uh, you're not getting shit. I'm going to blackmail you. Uh, and he's like, oh, you are a sinner. And she's like, I don't give a fuck, actually. You're worse. Right. So. Um, yeah, so, uh, Johnny Cash's plan, uh, he has, uh, put a bazillion sleeping pills in this thermos of coffee that he's got, because he flies a plane, um, with the two women, it seems like he carts them around personally sometimes on his little plane, yeah, um, yeah. to take them between various locations, probably just in California or nearby to do shows. Right. Um, so... He is going to... He has packed a parachute. He has packed his thermos full of uh, tainted coffee. Um, he is intentionally going to take his plane off. He lies to the crew um, and says that the weather is better past midnight when it's going to be much worse past midnight. Right. Um, and he's going to trick them into drinking this coffee while they're in the plane so they fall asleep. And then he's going to jump out of the plane and kill them. <laughs> Which, if you're going to kill someone... What a way to do it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a hell of a way to do it. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, part of the reason why, like, it it takes home a bit is just because no one is like, but, like, a guy jumping out of a plane. Right. right. He, to like, kill someone. It would take a sly little elf to figure out how you did this one. You know, you say that, but he doesn't <laughs> actually figure it out. <laughs> he just knows that Johnny Cash's vibes are off, and that leads him to, you know... No, Clearly he doesn't. Killer. No, he doesn't. He's just going to let him walk, and then Johnny Cash is like, "By the way, I did a murder," and he's like, "Oh, wait, what?" Yeah. Do you remember for the first questioning, he just shows up and he's like, "I just have like a couple basic questions. I literally don't think you did this," and right. he means it. And then Johnny Cash is like, "By the way, I hated those people, and I'm glad they're dead." Actually, and he's like, "Wait, what? Why would you say that to me?" Right. <laughs> That's what I mean by the vibes are off. The vibes are off because he basically admits to Columbo that he did a murder, but didn't well, yeah. say so. <laughs> exactly. It's. I just feel like there's a layer there that was not being uh, expressed. <laughs> sure. I 
I I totally did not read it as Columbo is genuinely thinking that this guy is innocent. Because by that point, he's already investigated the plane and is, like, curious about the... That's true. He does, yeah, he he does have parts where he is curious about yeah, he, he the He might situation. be fishing a little bit and just, but, you know... But at the same time, when he gets the answers, it doesn't... He doesn't... Fo- I don't know. Maybe I haven't watched Columbo in a while. Right. This feels more like Columbo genuinely, like, okay, well, no, that answer makes sense. Like, if you're, you know, if your papers flew out of the window, you know, like the maps and stuff that you had laid right. out, I guess that would make sense. Um, Listen, the greatest trick Columbo yeah. ever pulled is convincing you big that he's suction. not suspecting you. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, you I, also I definitely get the, f- the feeling in this that... Uh, Columbo genuinely likes this guy. Right, right. Well, uh, yeah, and he's going to redeem him at the end, which is bonkers, but... If you sing good, you can't be bad. Right. That's the lesson you gotta take away here, folks. Yeah. Well, listen, people, uh... People had different ideas of statutory rape at a certain point in time. Yeah, I mean... I guess, yeah. There was a point in time where people were like, I mean, you shouldn't do that, but, you know. But, you know, if the opportunity presents itself, If it's only statutory, no. that means that she was willing. So did you really do anything that wrong? Yes, you did. You did, you to did. be clear. You did. <laughs> but I think a lot, of, especially in, like, you know, the 70s, especially a lot of dudes, I think, you know, yeah. were a lot more permissive about that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm not, I would not be surprised if the guys who wrote Columbo were not the greatest, uh, you know, politically speaking. Right. Yeah. Uh, ex- and especially musicians were totally fine to do this. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, they, in fact, some of them wrote, wrote it in the books that they published. Right. God. Um, Johnny Cash hands off his nice guitar that he doesn't want to get hurt to, um, Edna's brother, Luke. We should probably also establish, like, at the crash, he uses a parachute (laughs) to get out and then hides the parachute, just because that's going to be important for later. Oh, yeah, I was still a little bit before that. I I know I have talked a lot about Oh, I thought you skipped ahead, sorry. I I did a little bit, so that's, that is on me, but, um, yeah, so they, they, he gives his guitar to, uh, Edna's brother, um, says, don't you fucking hurt a hair on this thing's head or I'll kill you in right. real life. Um, yeah. Uh, and then the brother is like also instantly convinced that even before it happens, that Johnny Cash is going to murder his sister. Right. Yes. Yeah, he 100% thinks tonight is the night. Well, like, he thinks he every night is guitar. the night. He does think every night is the night, but he was right this time. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say, uh, yet, Johnny Cash, just give up the guitar. That's a small price to pay to get out of this scot-free. I don't know. This guitar doesn't sound like any other guitar on Earth, Luke. Okay? I, so, I, Frankly, you never have to play any music again. You can just live off the record sales now that she's gone. Yeah. <laughs> like, j- you can't a- raise suspicion like that. Like, they suggesting made, that you know the plane will crash. They made a million dollars in 1970s money. Right. Like, they're good. They're good. Just pull the money out of escrow. We're free to go. Right. Yeah. The fact that the tabernacle cost $5 million in 70s money. Yeah. What the fuck were they building? <laughs> a tabernacle. Hell of a tabernacle. Oh, sorry. With them, the, the words damnation and hell are not to be taken lightly. Not I was going to say it's a heaven lightly. of a tabernacle, Ashley. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, after that scene, like, 
Th- that scene where she says that happens after the reveal that he is a statutory rapist. And I was right. still like, you should probably kill her. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing is, objectively, she is an evil woman. Oh, yeah. Yes. So. Um, yeah. So uh, this green screen effect of the plane flying through the fog is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Yep. Um, I, 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 lo- I love the or little the composited model. shot, I guess it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this was probably at least a little bit pre-green screen. Yeah. I don't know. It kind of looks like they just put some fog over a regular uh, footage of a plane. <laughs> right. But, like, it's not because you could see, yes. like, the first time they show it, you could see that it's a model on strings and it's so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, just, I find oh, it I love it. This is television. Yeah, this is TV Absolutely. to me. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so he does the murder. Uh, he, they don't tell you this, that his parachute is small. Um, this is going to come up later. So he gets hurt on the way down. He like breaks his leg or something. Yeah. Um, and then when he lands, he's a little bit away from the plane. He's like, fuck, I got to get rid of this parachute because for, uh, whatever reason, there's somebody driving up the dirt load, dirt road where I crashed. So I have to hide all this evidence and then get myself over to the plane. So I look like I was a part of the crash. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there was a frantic, like, hiding a parachute in a log. Yes. Um, There's luckily a log with a perfectly sized parachute hole right here. Thank God. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, so throws that shit in there. We're good to go. Guy comes and sees me. He's like, wow, and you just like, got thrown out of the plane. And then, yeah, he <laughs> just, like, there is a part where he looks down, like, at, like, the hill that leads to the plane. He's like, well, down we go. <laughs> He just throws himself <laughs> down. He just throws himself down the hill. It's really funny. That's yeah. gonna suck if your leg's already broken and you throw yourself down the hill like that. Ugh, bad time. I w- I was wondering if he was like when his leg broke on impact. He was like, "Thank God," because like, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He probably knew that he had to look somewhat injured out of this thing. Yes, you can't come away unscathed in this. Or yeah, else he you might look have like gotten a, a, a small parachute on purpose, to, so he yeah. would get hurt coming down. Yes. Yeah. Um. So. Which um, again, like th- this is all <laughs> extremely like you know, it, this is gonna work or it's or you're gonna die. <laughs> right. Yes. Um. Which you know, pretty good for a murder. May as well. Yeah. Fuck it. Um, he goes to, uh, there is a guy who works for, I don't know who he works for. He's the guy who's investigating the airplane crash. I yeah, don't know I don't what think it's the FAA, I don't think the FAA exists yet, but whatever yeah. the, the, whatever the investigating was. department is for Ten this. Ten years ago, I could have told you this, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's some reporters trying to interview this guy and Columbo's kind of wandering around the crash scene and the guy's name is Mr. Pangborn. He's like. I don't know, dude, this guy kind of looks like he knows what he's doing, so I'm going to go talk to him instead of you. Right. Um, and he, like, breaks off the interview, and the interviewer's like, okay, uh, yeah, cut for a minute, I guess well, yeah, like, he's... They they pull the classic Columbo of, they're like, what's this random guy in the at our crime scene? Yeah. Yes. And then he's like, I, I didn't want to introduce myself in front of the reporter, because I didn't want anybody to think that this was a murder. Right. I like that Pangborn is immediately, like, into Columbo. He's like, no, you're good. I can tell you're good at your job. Shit, man. Yeah, this guy should... I like Pangborn. He's cool. You want to come work for me? <laughs> and, oh, uh, no. I don't even no. like being this tall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That... 
What I so I did not watch this original. You know, when we were originally going to do, I watched it just today. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And so I'm the only one who suffered twice. I see. Right. Yeah. Yes. But like when he goes, when Peter Falk went, I don't like being this tall. I was like, oh, we're back at it, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's a great little, yeah, it's a great, this this part where Columbo shows up the first time, I'm like, Columbo, baby. <laughs> we're fucking back. Um, uh, yeah, because it's just him, like, picking apart this crash scene. He notices that the front seat belt was on, uh... Yeah, that one was unlatched. The back two were yeah. both still together after the crash, um, which suggests, you know, that it was, um... Not uh, clasped when the crash happened. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Pangborn lets him know that the official story is that um, Johnny Cash said that he had a full electrical failure um, and that he lost where he was uh, because the weather was bad. Also, um, he thought he would just be able to fly through it. But tragically, he was not. Um, and uh, Pangborn is like. That's probably all kind of true, but also uh, the most common thing that leads to people dying in these crashes is pilot error. So yeah, which is probably 100% true. Yeah, probably something like that. Yeah, airplanes uh, are terrifying, and people fuck up flying them. True. Yeah, like they're hard to fly. That's why you need lots and lots and lots of hours before they let you fly like a big plane. Yes. Um. So yeah. Um, they go and do, they try to do the interview again, and then Pangborn's like, wait, hang on, Columbo's still looking. He's still cooking back there. I gotta go talk to him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, because also Columbo notices that there was no ashes in the kind of like fireproof uh, yeah. case for where you keep all your maps. Right. Yeah, the, the, the one where you keep your maps is where he hid the parachute. Um. And so he's like, hey, you know, I can't help but notice there was nothing in this. So kind of weird. Yeah. Um, I think and he also that, notices that uh, the pilot's seatbelt is unbuckled, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. We mentioned that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then um, also, not just that there's no ashes. Also, like, there's no papers around here that could be these maps, you know, or like right. on the way over. Like, clearly, there was nothing in there. Um. Yeah. So yeah, and then. Like, yeah. The guy, like, says, like, oh, he probably just, like, laid them out, like, on the seat or on the, like, desk. And he's like, yeah, but there's no ashes here either. And he's like, well, I guess there are no ashes. Yeah. You got me there. Uh, yeah, this is the part where Pangborn's yeah, like, sort of like, like, hey, yeah, there aren't. Hey, now. Hey, you're a clever uh, little guy, ain't you? Yeah, and, like, yeah, that's when Pangborn's like, you should really join. Have you thought about joining us? And he's like, no, I don't. I would never want to fly. Yeah. He's like, no, you guys are all pilots, right? And he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, we are. And he's like, no, see, that's why I wouldn't want to do it. He's like, no, we'll teach you. It's it's no big deal. And he's like, listen. And he's like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> you're not listening to me right now. <laughs> I If I'm in the air, I will die. <laughs> yeah. I, I love the consistent bit that, like, we see so many times where Columbo says that he's not into something when he super is. Right. Uh, but Columbo hates flying 100%. Yes. It is not it. a bit. It is not. <laughs> no. The scene where um, he gets off the plane with like the um, with, with that, which whatever guy was flying him around up there. Yeah. Um, so he could get a look at the crash site and all that. <laughs> when he gets off the plane and just does not say a word to that guy and leaves. 
<laughs> he's just like sitting in shock for like five minutes, right? And he and he's like, uh, and he's like, uh, sir, are you lieutenant? Are you okay? And he's like, bye. And then he goes and walks away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but really now good. we have the craziest scene of the episode. Uh, is this the funeral? This is the funeral. What what are we doing here, guys? <laughs> what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> Listen, I this guy's this gotta make a sale. Um, I think I would love this dude if it wasn't a recurring bit on Columbo to have like six minute scenes that are kind of annoying just to fill time. Sure. Because it's kind uh, of a consistent yeah. problem. <laughs> sure, you know. Yeah, it, it's especially on these longer episodes when they need to you know, hit that mark. They just would like to make a little like six minute scene with the, with someone weird for Columbo to talk to. Yes. Right, right. And like, I don't know, maybe I'd be happier if this guy was more interesting. I just don't like this funeral director guy. Sure. I, I just like the fact that he is like, goes from like, Oh, it was a beautiful service. By the way, have you thought about what, you know, here's my cars. Right. Yeah, do you think about dying at all? If you do. He's like, because I was reading well, the news. If you don't, you, you really should. Die a lot. Yeah. yeah. It was like, I was reading about the mortality rates, and he's like, uh, I don't think about that very often. Right. Because it's not fun to think well, about dying. <laughs> no one does like to think about it, but we all like it, to be prepared, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. I was also I like just to thinking have about money how... from graves. <laughs> how being a cop uh, isn't actually that dangerous I, I, in the grand scheme of things. Well, that, it, especially for Columbo. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> uh, but also, like, I also know that, like, funeral businesses are extremely scummy. Yeah. Uh, in terms I mean... of, like, push, pushing things on grieving families. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's kind of the whole business. Yep. Yeah. And also, the majority of them are owned by, like, two companies, but they pretend to be family-owned. Right, We've right. got a funeral monopoly oh, okay. in America. One of those things that probably shouldn't be a business. <laughs> yeah. Not. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, there's the, the whole scene with this guy, where he just keeps on trying to yeah. hard-sell Columbo to buy... Pre by graves. Yes. Uh, and then the brother comes out and he's like, I know that Johnny Cash murdered my sister. <laughs> and he's like, Well, and he's like, Are you sure, dude? Because he sings really well, you see. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's definitely. It, 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 something's cooking up in that little noodle of his after the yeah. crash site. No, he's asking you know. questions. Yeah, yeah, totally. He doesn't know what's going yeah. on, but, you know, you yeah. can tell there's something weird. Yeah, Somebody's killed asking, somebody, and he's not sure who yet. Yeah, if if it's his brother or if it's the singer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because uh, like he, yeah, he's really asking about like, like, did you pick up the thing? Because like, and you know, like, what about the guitar and like all of this? Yeah. Uh, and they head together off into uh. Johnny Cash's new uh, pad that he rented from the hospital. <laughs> right. <Yes>. Yeah. 
uh, and the guy's like, "This now, this obvious looks like guilty shit." And Colin's right. like, "Well, we all grieve in different ways." <laughs> Listen, I just, I just don't want this guy to, die, to be the killer. Yeah. Uh, and he is just throwing a full-on barbecue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Again, Colombo, like, come on, you gotta pretend, man. Yeah. Be, like, a little sad. You have this elaborate scheme that involves you jumping out of an airplane, and you can't just fake it for a week. Yeah. Uh, but, like, Colombo's also to the brother, like, listen, I should talk to him first. You know, don't make a scene. You know, it, it, it'd just be better that way. I can get more information. And then, like, the second they see each other, brother, it's like, you motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. First, uh, Columbo, eat squirrel chili. Yes. I gotta yes. let you know that Johnny Cash is an authentic, you know, whatever that means you are. <laughs> <laughs> Columbo asks, like, six times if he could eat the chili. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't mind. Make yourself at home. But you really don't mind. You don't think he'd mind? <laughs> it's a, Yeah, I was going to say, he's not even asking Johnny Cash. He's just asking Johnny Cash's brother. What do you think he's going to say? It's okay if I have chili, really? I you can have so? the chili? <laughs> Everyone's anyway. always so mean to and me about like, wanting oh, chili. Good... And he's like, oh, this is such good chili. And like, yeah, it's squirrel meat. And he's just like, I see. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's always been a gag I've never understood of like, you eat something and like, oh, this is delicious. What is it? Oh, it's... You know, horse animal dick. you don't normally eat. Yeah, yeah it's like oh, gross! So like, but you already tasted. It. You know it's good, <laughs> right? Like you can't unsell me on this, right? Like unless it's poison. Like I'm not gonna complain. Like no, it's good. Like if you told me in advance, I wouldn't want to try it. Maybe, but now that I have, yeah, whatever. You've already got me into your evil little scheme, right? I feel like this was like the same period where people were like, like freaking out about sushi. Yeah, totally, totally. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Columbo goes to interview Johnny Cash, and he's like, hey, uh, I have a couple questions for you. He's like, yeah, I killed my sister. What about it? Or my wife? What about it? <laughs> yeah. You're fired. Get out of here. And he punches Johnny Cash. He's like, I was all about the crusade, okay? And I didn't get any money out of it, okay? I give it all my time, and they don't pay me at all. And he's like, sir, I asked you if that was your handwriting. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, he's like, I'm not here to pry into your personal life. And Johnny Cash is like, my personal life is an open book. You know I've done time, okay? You know I've done time that I hated my bitch wife. Right. <laughs> and he's like, uh, yeah, I know. And he's like, well, why are you bugging me? And he's like, oh, I just have to ask you a few questions about, uh, you know, the murder you didn't do. Right. Um, so he does ask, like, a few questions. Uh, he asks you know. about the guitar. He asks about the... The papers in the pack. Yes. Um, yeah. He asked why the seatbelt wasn't fastened. He was like, well, when the electrical shortage happened, like, I unbuckled my seatbelt to try and grab a flashlight from the other side of the cabin. And Good he's lie. Like, oh. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. okay, well, that's pretty reasonable. Yeah, I, I will say this, that, like, you know, Johnny Cash is uh, fucking up on the, like, the acting bit. Not like yeah. the... But like, the character is fucking up on the acting bit of yeah. acting like, you know, he just experienced a death that he was partly responsible for. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, but he he does have some good answers where he's like, oh yeah, like well the thing with this guitar is that like there's like a special glue in it and that, uh, you know I don't want it to ex- the wood to expand up in the high altitudes. Which is really funny because he was just talking about how he takes it on like commercial flights constantly, which I guess are pressurized. But like, come on, dude. right? Yeah, yeah. Like, no, you don't yeah. take that fucking guitar on those flights. Don't, like, no, like, come on. And also, like, if you do, what what are you doing? Are you gonna <laughs> you just admitting that you didn't take it on this one? Like, why yeah. would you do that? Yeah. Yeah, he probably should have given up the guitar, but. <laughs> yep. You just gotta sacrifice the guitar to if get out of this. If he gives up the guitar, he's out of this. Yeah. He's, yeah, if he gives up the guitar, he's not getting caught. No. Um, yeah, so. Because I uh, think his tactic here, his idea is like, I'm not, you ask anybody, they'll tell you I hated my fucking wife. So yeah. I'm just going to like, listen, I've played Mafia. Sometimes you gotta be like, sure, of course this is what I would do if I was the killer, but I'm not the killer, so that's why I'm being so honest about that. (laughs) I would lie to you if I was the killer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then he's like, yeah, also, I was shit at flying that plane. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And Johnny Cash yeah. is like, oh, okay, so you you still think I'm a I'm like involved in this? And he's like, nah, I'm just gonna file a report. And he's like, oh, okay, well then, great, love that for me. Yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, and then it cuts to Columbo shakily getting out of a plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think this is probably the best part of the episode for me. <laughs> yeah, just because it's really Pete, funny. Peter Falk is amazing in it. <laughs> yes, I just like Peter Falk is the thing. <laughs> Peter Falk also, I don't know if they like did something to his hair that made it look slightly more gray than usual, but, like, he looks like he aged on that plane. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he got a few extra gray hairs. I I don't know if it's because they, like, uh, combed it less or something. It's, like, puffier than usual. It's very funny. Yeah. He was going through it. Um, You all right, Detective? And or Lieutenant? And he's just like... (sighs) Shakes his hand, walks away. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Patting sweat off his forehead with a napkin. So he goes uh, and talks to the guy who was attending the Bakersfield uh, airstrip that night, because uh, it was just one guy. Yeah. Um, and has some questions about him. Um, he's like, uh, oh, so you're a fan of Johnny Cash? He's like, oh, you heard my song, huh? Because uh, he's got his funny little pocket uh, radio that he's been listening to. Uh-huh. Um, but he was asking, you know, like... He's like, of course I'm a pro- fan of Johnny Cash. Ring of Fire. It's in Tony Hawk. It's in Tony Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he's like, I don't know anything about the crash though. And he's like, okay, well, can you tell me about some stuff maybe before the crash? Cause that's what you were involved in. Right. Um, so he, you know, tells him he helped with the luggage and all that. And he's like, oh, okay. Was anything like heavier or lighter than usual? Um, and he's like, no, and he's just like, no, it was, it was luggage. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty much just luggage. And he was like, okay, well, what about like the navigation kit? And he's like, uh, oh, I don't know about that. I didn't touch that. Uh, you know, Johnny Cash put that in the plane himself. And he's like, oh, did he now? Is that right? right? So you yeah. didn't touch that uh, bag. And I think, yeah, so no one except Johnny Ta- Cash ever touched that bag. <laughs> yes, because earlier on he asks Luke if he looked into the bag, uh, and he said no. Yeah. He did not check yeah. the kit that day. Um, and then also, I think the the kid mentions mentions the, the thermos bottle, the thermos. Yeah. Yes. 
that sets Columbo off on his next. Yeah, because that uh, thermos is not in the wreckage because Johnny Cash threw it out the window like a few miles before the crash. Right. Yeah. Um, or <laughs> it's probably not even that far. Like seconds before the crash. Yeah. 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 Um, cut to Johnny Cash uh, hitting on someone <laughs> doing music lessons. Uh, who is this poor girl? Tina. It, it, she's yeah. She's the, the new solo uh, soloist for the band. Yeah, and he he is creeping on her. Yep. Um, Columbo knocks on the door, and right when Johnny Cash is, he's trying to lay the moves down. Uh, and Tina was like, "Great, anything uh, now? I can leave, right? Okay, bye." <laughs> right. Yes. She's like, listen, I would love to fuck, but your wife just died. And he's like, I never liked my wife. And then Columbo knocks on the door. Um, and, uh, you know, takes over from there. Yeah, uh, Columbo is doing the usual thing of like, listen, if, if it's up to me, I wouldn't care about this. But you see, I'm bothered by these little things. Right. Well, because Johnny Cash is getting angry at Columbo for continuing to suspect him. He's like... No, sir, listen. If it were up to me, you'd be free and clear. But my boss, he's breathing down my neck. It's a high-profile case. And he gets Johnny Cash to be like, those motherfuckers, they're being so mean to you, Columbo. Let me help you any way I can. Yes. God damn it. Yeah. I'm, I'm so mad you have to come back here and talk to me. <laughs> um, He's like, listen, there's, there's real killers out there, and you're dealing with me. I was like, I know, I know, I agree with you completely, but this is what they want me to do. Yep, just got to check in. Um, anyway, uh, just had a quick question about a thermos. Uh, and then the second he says thermos, like, Johnny Cash loudly sets down his drink. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he, like, Johnny Cash is like, oh, it must have, it must have burnt up. And he's like, oh, that's the thing about thermoses is that they're very used to hot temperatures. Yeah, it was... Yeah, made, made of metal, metal and glass, so <laughs> it can't really just burn up like that. It's so, so, oh, it must have uh, been, you know, thrown from the plane like I was, but instead of, you know, me a couple feet, it must have, you know, been thousands. <laughs> right. And Club was like, huh, yeah, huh, yeah, that sure, yeah, that works. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, he does the the one more thing. Uh, with what? What's the question? Um, they first they workshop the answer for the thermos. They, right. t- they take yeah. a minute to work it out together. What are we gonna say is the lie for the thermos? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, hang on, I'm getting there. When he's about to leave, he stops. Oh, yeah. I, I, he's like, because it was under P for pilot, which is you. <laughs> Uh, he he wonders how he learned how to pilot. Yes. Uh, and it was like, oh, I was in the Korean War, and he's like, oh, you were in that one, me too. I was in that one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and yeah, that I do like the col- part where Johnny Cash is like, don't you know my whole personal history? You got it on like microfilm down at the station, and he's like, oh, you think we just have microfilm? We could press a button and get all that stuff. He's like, I do, and he's like, we do. But not all of it. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty good little bit. He's like, I thought you were my biographer. What's going on? 
but yeah, he he reveals that he was in the Korean War, uh, but he washed out of the cadets, um, and was just you know doing. I don't know what else you do in in well, the they Air put him Force. on parachute folding duty. We find out eventually. Well, they don't tell. He doesn't say that now because that's the whole thing. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's just like, oh, you know, I, I kind of just bounced around. I do yes. like that <laughs> when uh, Johnny Cash mentions the Korean War, Cole just goes, oh, were you in that one? <laughs> I was in that one. Hey! <laughs> yeah. Hey! Yeah. Uh, um, but then, uh, it's funny Johnny because Cash. America's constantly in a state of war. <laughs> so true. So yeah. true, bestie. Uh, yeah, we, we cut to, uh, Columbo goes to guy. Leave. No, no, no. Columbo goes to leave. Uh, and then you hear him open yeah. the door and he does not close it. Uh, and then Johnny Cash answers the phone and he stands there listening to the phone call about the tabernacle because uh, he is shutting down construction right. on the tabernacle. Yeah. Um, and he and Johnny Cash turns around. And he's like, oh, well, you must have heard all that about the tabernacle. He's like, uh, you know, actually, I talked to the architects this morning, so that's not new information to me. Right. One and of those Johnny like, Cash is like, Whoa. Uh oh. So yeah, like yeah, Johnny Cash is like, go from like you know he's like starts this with like, all right, Columbo, I'm done with you. To ah, oh, Columbo, I'll help you out too. Fuck, he knows. <laughs> right. Oh shit. Um. Yes. Now we're talking to the ROTC guy. <laughs> this guy is so sad that he can't fly planes anymore. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't want to be a desk guy, but he is. Um, but he he comes to uh, this dude for some information on old Tommy Brown. And he's like, yeah, I never forget the lads who served under me. But he actually, uh, you know, if not by name, by face, I uh, here's this picture. Um, oh, yeah, you know, he must have served under me in Vietnam. And he's like, no, it, it was Korea, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's like, oh, okay. Well, he was shit at flying, so we didn't let him do that. And then... Columbo's like, oh, well, what he, what did he do then? He's like, oh, parachute packing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's he's like, like oh, oh, he okay. ran a machine. And he's like, no, all hand done. He's very good at sewing parachutes. Yes. We don't. Well, do you sew the parachutes when you're packing them? I assumed I, you just kind of got all the pieces. I mean, I, I assumed, you know, they got to do it all. They're in the Air Force. Yeah, fair enough, I guess. I, I just kind of figured they ship them parachutes. Also- it is, like, a part of a lot of, like, military stuff is that uh, all of the things that, like, you know, are, you put your life in its hands, you do all yeah, of the stuff it, around that. None of it is automated. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Because then, It also like, wouldn't you know, shock you... me if that's not true, like, these days. Like, yeah, no. You, oh, we yeah. buy parachutes for, like, 100 times what they're worth because, you know, that's how yes. everything works. Yes. Yeah. But I, there was definitely, like, periods of time in, you know, 70s would be part of this, where, right, right, like, because, right. like, you know, like, if you are the fail point to everything, so if this fucks up, we can just go, like, well, you should have done it better. <laughs> right. Uh, but, yeah, so, uh, Columbo, you know, learns that, and then st- immediately gets on the phone, and the guy is just aghast uh, that Columbo wants to use his focus as a link. Listen, there might be a, a national emergency at any moment that I, I would have to be part of. Right. Yeah. 
Uh, um, I also I really yeah. love when the guy says parachute. Columbo does like the like the slowest face palm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The like, god damn it. Where he's just like oh. Uh, and so yeah, and- it's just Columbo uh, figuring out like what everything is made out of and like the dimensions of it and all of that. Yeah. And then he orders a uh, the autopsy for the two uh, women who were killed. Yeah. I yes. love that Columbo's like, hey, what's this flag? And he's like, that is like not a flag, sir. It is a banner of our great nation. He's like, yeah, so what's the flag dimensions? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so what's the square footage on this thing? Um, Yeah, gets a lot of parachute info. Uh, Columbo goes to see uh, Johnny Cash down out the recording booth. Uh, and um, yeah. they're listening to a new recording of th- this dog shit song. Yeah. Um, and Columbo reveals that, uh, yeah, no, he heard this recording already. I know it's new from last night at the concert, but uh, guess where I fucking was, idiot? <laughs> Me and my wife were at your damn concert. Uh, I, so I he's love listening. this record producer guy. <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? Uh, he, if you know Dukes of Hazard, was Boss Hog, the villain on Dukes oh, of Hazard. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but he just is like a perfect slimy music producer. Yeah. Yeah. He's got big old sunglasses. Mm-hmm. I wanted Columbo so badly when uh, Johnny Cash was like, oh, you don't like the new version? And just Columbo would be like, I hate it. <laughs> The song sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I didn't like the old version either. Yeah. It's really funny because he asked Columbo if he likes it. He's like, oh, no, it's good. It's very popular. Right. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> That's a weird way to say that, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and like when the other guy asked him, like the mechanic asked if he's a fan, he's like, well, my wife is and I'm learning. <laughs> right, right. Uh, and so, yeah, he starts asking all this stuff, and Columbo's like, well, they found uh, barbiturates in the uh, in their bloodstream, and, you know, they couldn't take drugs because it was against their religion. Yeah. Uh, right. And I expected Johnny Cash to say, so well, a lot of people say do things that are against their religion. Right, right. that's not really a gotcha. Yeah, I mean... If you knew this lady, it would be, but... <laughs> sure. Yeah, for Columbo, it's not really a gotcha, but, but yeah. I mean, what is Because she's extorting him. <laughs> That's true. Yes. Like, I, he really could have slipped this one easy to be like, you know what, she gets a little uh, nervous around flying. She takes some sleeping pills whenever I fly her, especially right. if uh, it gets rocky. Yeah. Yeah. And he kind of says that, but he just says it's air sickness pills, which is... Right. Uh, but Columbo already knows that it was like a near lethal dose, right? Yeah. So he's just leading this guy on. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, Johnny Cash tries to make the uh, the stand that no, actually, sleeping pills are very commonly used as air sickness pills, right? <laughs> which is a bold statement to make. I feel. <laughs> yeah. Again, yeah. people take sleeping pills when they fly. Yeah, just take sleeping. It's pretty normal. Out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Johnny Cash is like Gonna talk about seasickness pills yet next <laughs> Like well actually yeah. the same things That snipers use <laughs> Right 
but Columbo um, goes yeah. to the so yeah goes to the parish it goes to the lost souls crusade which is the the group that he that uh johnny cash is involved with or was involved with right um and he apparently stole the nylon for the parachute from them yeah 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 um this was the wildest part of the episode to me just imagining this man like stealing all of this fabric sewing together a parachute for whatever reason <laughs> like he couldn't just Okay, well, I mean, you gotta do it all yourself, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but there's um, 40, what is it, 40 square yards missing or something? Yeah. Yeah. Instead of 60, like they expect there to be. Uh, So this must have been a small shoot. Uh, Right. Yeah. There's there's this long long... scene. Yeah. Uh, Of this, with this lady, and she's like. Columbo, that's an Italian name. My husband was Columbo. He's also has Scandinavian, so Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's just yeah. And Columbo is just like, please, miss, I'm a police officer. And he's like, Oh, you're not from right. Vice, are you? Because I don't think we've been having any fun around here. Ha ha ha. He's like, No, I'm I'm as please. <laughs> I'm from homicide, ma'am. Oh. Yeah, no, yeah, I like the part. <laughs> Yeah, she says, uh, are you with the Vice Squad? I don't remember having a good time. Right. <laughs> Which is a good line. It's a good line. Yeah. They have fun here. And she, then she just proceeds yeah. to shit talk her co-worker. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and so uh, Columbo then brings uh, the, you know, the navigation bag and a smaller parachute. Uh, there and sees if uh, it can to test to test that if it can fit yeah. in there, uh, and it can. Yep. Yep. Uh, if it has like a a handmade harness, then it should. Yep. Uh, and he's like, "Well, don't really know how you're gonna fucking find it on the mountain, Columbo. Who could find it? That's too much mountain." And Columbo's like, "Well, if I just have Gajani Cash go find it for me, yeah, I think that'll pretty much work." Yeah. Uh, he and he literally he says the best way to find it is the guy who hit it. Yes. Yeah. Now, and, and they, say... they, they, Go ahead. Uh, they established like that, like, oh, he must have hit it because if he burnt it at the time, then like you know people would see the fire. Right. 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 Um, yeah. The thing if I'm I would do Cash, is just the yeah. day after, like that night, is when I'm up there pulling this parachute out of the woods. Before there's any heat on it. Yeah, I yes. guess that he just like I guess maybe he doesn't hospital. want anyone to see him driving up there, but maybe it's too difficult to get there while his fucking legs broken. Yeah, maybe could be that he just can't. But I mean, he does get there, so like that's not really a right because he does go and do it. Yeah, but I don't think he has his cane or like a any of that stuff when he. Uh, goes up there a second time. Oh, I don't Actually, know. This, yeah. this episode must cover a long stretch of time because he goes from having like a brace or a cast to a cane to being fine. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um. Just saying, you got to get that evidence out of there, Johnny. Yeah. Uh, Columbo tries to get him. Uh, with the how did you know you would need a new arrangement of the song a week in advance? And he's right. like, "Well, because I was changing soloists. Like, it's not that deep." 
Yeah. Um, and so Columbus like, well, that's the last thing on my list, so I guess I'll call off the whole investigation now, because I think someone might have been trying to kill you, sir. Okay? Um, like, calls into the police station. They are going to do a... He says they're going to do a manhunt for this thermos on the mountain. They're going to get a bunch of people and just comb the whole area and try and find this thermos. Um, yeah, like because, the Boy Scouts, the park rangers, the LAPD, we're all going to look. Yes, and the only fingerprints on that thermos should be Johnny Cash and the two women. Um, and Johnny Cash is like, oh, well, yeah, if there's extra f- uh, fingerprints on there, that'll prove who the murderer is. And he's like, yeah, so that's why we got to find it. And also, I'm giving you police protection for the rest of time until yes. until we find yeah. whoever did this. And Johnny and, Cash well, is like, like, actually, well, I'm leaving. leaving. LA. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm fucking out of here, bro. Got shit to do in San Fran. Um, I, so. and I love that like Johnny Cash, his like the what Columbo's putting in Johnny Cash's mind here is it? I need to find that fucking thermos. Is when they're looking for that thermos, they're gonna fucking find that parachute. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah, hundred percent. Because he doesn't care. Yeah. Like he wasn't even thinking about where the thermos is. Right, like, the thermos, like, even if they find it, and there aren't anybody else's fingerprints on it, like... It fell out of a plane! It fell out of a plane! I don't know what that proves, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and also, like, Columbo was like, oh, maybe the guy was sloppy and he didn't wear gloves when he did it. Right, right yeah, right. this is all This is all just conjecture. Um, but this causes... Johnny Cash is like, okay, well, I'm gonna go get on the plane now, and they follow him to the uh, airport, and he does, in fact, get on the plane after Columbo gets caught trying to spy on him. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, like so. The guy like that Columbo that's driving Columbo is like, well, it looks like he's actually going. And Columbo's like, ah, I gotta go inside. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go watch. Um, he goes inside, gets caught. Uh, Johnny Cash goes through the metal detector, but it goes off, so he has to take all the stuff out of his pockets, including a pair of rental car keys. Um, that Columbo watches him like put into the tray and then take back. Um, and he's like, wait. When he goes outside. He, like, hears somebody else with keys, and he's like, wait, why did he have keys if he was going to San Francisco? <sighs> There's no reason for him to take car keys with him, because he's flying there. And especially rental car keys. Yes. Um, so, uh, Columbo just decides that, obviously, he's coming back. Um, yeah. So he posts up on the mountain, and sure enough, Johnny Cash comes back, flies back, drives up, goes to find the parachute, gets a parachute, and then Columbo catches him. Columbo's just waiting yeah. for him. Yep. Yeah, it's so good because like Johnny Cash is like, I made sure that no one followed me. And Columbo's like, Yeah, so because I've been up here for hours. <laughs> right, I've been waiting. I sent the guy who brought me up here home because I knew I'd be driving back with you. It's a weak episode, but this is a really good gotcha. It's kind of mid. I, don't I know. think it's a. I think if you take this scene in isolation, it's good. I mean, yeah, it's always good when Columbo like turns on the light and catches someone. Yeah, but the re- <laughs> I don't think that makes it a good gotcha. I think it's a good gotcha. I don't think it's a good gotcha because he. I don't know. He's alone in the woods, and then suddenly there's just light from headlights. I don't know. I like yeah, it. It's all right. I just don't think it. They've done this before. They've done this a hundred times already. Yeah, I love it every time. <laughs> I, do, I don't. Yeah, like, I mean, like, my favorite version of this is, like, the season one app where it's the 
where they turned on all the lights at the construction site. Yes. I mean, yes. Or in the in the mechanics um, place when he puts the potato in the car. Right, in the tailpipe, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. You kind of did right. all of this way better multiple times. You're right. You're right. There's better versions. I'm just kind of bored here. Um, and you know, I I don't have anything to root for Johnny Cash about. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, you know. but they are definitely implying that this is like one of them, like ones where like Columbus, like, oh, I I respect you. You because you're you're a right, good and it's singer. Like, well, no. <laughs> Yeah, no, fuck off. If if they really wanted to do that, and, like, first of all, there's probably just a better crime they could have used, but it could have just been, like, I was 18 and she was 17, and it's the only time I've done that, you know? Yeah, they make yeah. it very clear here that he is a, like, serial... Yeah. Like, he's a creep. goes after teenagers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and even if it was, you know, more acceptable at the time... Uh, it's still what? treated in at show as like a creepy thing for him to do. No, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's. I like Johnny Cash. I think he's done some interesting acting work. I just think that the 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 character in this is pretty weak. Yeah, I don't think it's Johnny Cash's fault. I think it's their fault for no. wasting Johnny Cash. Yeah, I was down on Johnny Cash last time I watched it, but it's not his fault. He was just given a shit script. Yeah. I just don't think this episode is very good. Unfortunately. Yeah, I, I, I think it's mid. I think I've said before, like, even the bad Columbo's, I'm like, I get to watch Peter Falk be a funny little guy. I can't be that upset about it, but... Yeah, I will say, until we got to the parts that were, like, my specific pet peeves about Columbo, I was, yeah. you know, Peter Falk was on my screen doing funny things. I was like, yo, that's right, my guy! Right. Like, um, I'm always at least having an okay time watching Columbo. Yeah. We've had this conversation. We have, we have. But you know what? Not in a long time on account of That's the strikes. That's true. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my very bestest to come in next week with fresh eyes. Yeah. Not having watched a Columbo that is fresh to me in a while. Um, it is another fucking hundred minute episode. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't do those very good. But yeah. I'm going to do my best <laughs> to just enjoy it. It's the it. season three finale. They might be, you know, bringing the heat. Maybe I don't. I, I genuinely don't know. They could be. You know what? The season two finale wasn't that good. No, <laughs> that was, was only like the twins. That whole, a lot of that. Listen, I've had my problems with Columbo. There's good Columbos. There's good Columbos out there, but I am There's finding perhaps not eight, se- ten seasons worth of good Columbos. Yeah, I'm finding that the spread of good Columbo is much thinner than I thought it would be. Yeah, I think it's one of those shows where people just remember the good ones. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got questions? Oh, I I remember what the oh, next yeah. one is. Is it? I'm not, you know what? I'm not going to ask. Don't tell me anything about it. I will just yeah. watch it myself and decide. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, but we got questions. Hit me. Uh, from Scarchomp, what other musicians should have starred as the murderer in a Columbo episode? Hmm. Claudio Sanchez. <laughs> like as a little kid <laughs> what no cause like I just like say when he was like it was the 70s he was a little kid oh great uh, but yeah I think he could really uh, sell uh, being someone who kills his wife yeah for <laughs> sure uh-huh. 
Using his using his albums as evidence against him, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Did you write this yourself? Oh, right. The last one was the one where that doctor killed someone and the little boy with the robot helped Columbo solve the crime. Yeah, the li- yeah little, dude. little Stevie Spielberg. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Columbo flop era. Kinda. <laughs> I liked Kinda. that murderer. It was just weird when there was a little boy there with a robot. <laughs> Don't know why that happened. <laughs> it was the 70s. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I get that. Little boys with the robots were going to be the future of this country. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have any musicians, Luke? Any musicians that would be good for Columbo to hunt like an animal? Um, David Bowie. Okay, sure. I was going to say David Bowie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of statutory rape. <laughs> oh. Uh. Yeah, you didn't know that one? Uh-huh. Thing, yeah. Things I didn't know. Uh-huh, yeah. Well. Yeah. But, but, like, like I said, during his... people had, c- certain people had more permissive attitudes towards that kind of thing at a certain time. Yes. This was during his thin white man Duke era. Like, that's perfect for a Columbo villain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like a guy in like a kind of shoddy, you know, button-up shirt and, je- and vest with a cigarette. Right. And like bleach blonde hair. Yeah, that that works perfect. Yes. Yeah. No, there you go. Uh, they. I have one that is an almost happened Columbo, which is that uh, Brian De Palma pitched an episode where Paul Williams was the killer. Hmm. Uh, and was a uh, like true crime documentarian who uh, killed a TV show host uh, live on live on air, like through an accident. Oh, oh! Knowing it, like because it was Brian De Palma, it was probably like way too violent for Columbo. Uh huh. Sure. Uh. And, like, there was going to be, like, the thing that, like, Paul Williams' character was, like, basically making snuff films. Yeah. Uh, but I think Paul Williams would be a good uh, villain. He's the same height as Columbo, so. <laughs> it's oh, just short kings hanging out. Yeah. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Actually, um, now I'm curious. Uh... I'm going to say this next question while I look up both of their heights. Okay. Okay. Uh, from at uh, JBU3, what country musicians sing... Uh, when country musicians sing about the people they've shot, should we send TV novel detectives after them? <laughs> <laughs> yes, every single time. Yep. 100%. <laughs> okay, yeah, no. Uh, Paul Williams is 5'2", and Peter Falk is 5'9". Peter okay, Falk's five so he, nine? He could be the tall guy. No, five for, six. Yeah, I was gonna five, say five nine's off yeah. I was gonna say I thought I was taller than Columbo. <laughs> you are. You are. <laughs> oh. Molly needs times. this, don't take it from her. Dire times on this podcast. <sighs> I can't be taller than anybody. I'm only taller than the girls at work. Yeah. Uh because they're all cisgender. Right. Mind you. <laughs> uh and also like the guys I work with, I'm taller than them. I'm like, I just, this just sucks, actually. Oh. 
you don't want me to be the tallest person in the room. That's no, all I'm saying. That's a room full of short people. That's a room full of short people. They want me to get stuff off shelves. I can't help them with that. <laughs> I'm like, I know I'm technically taller than you, but then, but still no. Yeah, I have to help you with getting stuff off shelves. You fucking threw the soap as far back on that shelf as you could last time <laughs> with the I refill did. thing, and I, I had did. to go get the goddamn step stool. I did. Drag it down to the bathroom. I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Never have I felt more betrayed. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. When Pris finally starts putting shit up high so I can't get it, it's over for me. Yeah. <laughs> She's laughing over there right now. I can hear her. Uh. From Matt Emery Norris, uh, at what point is an airplane too small for you? I think, like, this size, like the Cessna. Yeah, I mean, I've flown in one of these. It's not... I'd rather not. I mean, I guess it depends on... I would probably be fine in this thing. Yeah. But, like, if there's, like, more than two people in it, probably not. I mean, it looks like they have some room, because those two girls are kind of cuddled together in the corner there, so they might have a little bit of space, but also that's clearly a set, so that's not what the inside of the plane looks like. Uh, yeah, it's a tight fit in an airplane like yeah. that. Um, it's like, imagine, like, a very small uh, car that technically has four seats, but, like, who are you kidding? Yeah. Um, you have to, like, put up the armrest for one of the seats. Right, right. Uh, to me, the thing more than that is, like, the idea of flying in one of those, like, little puddle jumper planes in... Like no visuals, like in in fog. Fuck yeah. that. No. no, that sucks. Absolutely not. I don't want to be in there at all. Really. Yeah. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, I also do not care for heights. It is uh, it is surprising if you have no visual reference points, how quickly you lose track of which direction is down. You'd think you would have that one at least on lock. Yeah. <laughs> and you super don't. Yeah, that I, I could totally see that. Yeah. Actually, this is the guy I thought who was playing the fucking um, evil scummy music producer. Yeah, basically. <laughs> he looks like the same guy. Right. I think that's why I like him, because he just looks like kind of like a e- evil or version of Paul Williams. Yeah, he looks yeah. like Paul Williams. Uh, and then kind of going off of that... From Emma Healy, have you ever, uh, ever, or would you ever go skydiving? Yeah. No, fuck no. No way. Yeah, no, no. I think I could do it. I think I would do it. It would probably be really cool. Like, like, this is like me trying roller coasters, I bet, where, like, if I did it one time, I would be like, that's the coolest thing ever. Right, right. However, you are not Mm -hmm. getting me jumping out of a fucking plane. Yeah. (laughs) Not happening. I, like, I just know that I have to, like, be, it'd be that thing where I was, like, strapped to another guy's, like, back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. I mean, like, in that situation, I guess it's a little bit better, because I can't fuck up and kill myself by fucking up my parachute or whatever. Right. Um, but no, no thank you. We had, um, I work at a primary care clinic. We had a really old person, uh, come in and get a permission letter from one of our doctors mm-hmm. um, to go skydiving. She was like 96 or something. Um, and literally what she wrote, the doctor who was working with us uh, was, 
um, if I die on this, it's how I want to go. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, but it was kind of sick, but like in a cool no, way. That's kind of no, sure. She's like, I understand the risks. If I die on this, it was pretty fucking cool, though. If I die, I die. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, when you're, like, 90, that yeah, just has to be the you feeling, right? Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, the doctor was immediately <laughs> like, fuck yeah, dude, go get it. <laughs> right. So, uh, that's, that's yeah. my fun work story for you. Nice. All right. Well, that's it for questions. All right. All right. Uh, Luke, where can I find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other shows that I do on AudioEntropy.com, such as Idol on Playtest, the award-winning... That's right, baby. Uh, actual play RPG podcast. Uh, I'm trying to remember how time works. By the when time you, you hear this to episode, this, yeah. Disco One or not Disco One, Disco Twenty Six. Yes, will be available on Patreon. Will be available on Patreon. You can go hear what them Disco Kids are up to after all these months. I need to know what those kids are up to after <laughs> all these months. I'm dying. <laughs> you guys just dropped the the new album artwork, and it looks incredible. I'm so oh, happy. Yeah, I'm so psyched about with it. With the new album art. It's it's incredible what happens when you uh, pay money to an actual artist instead of fucking around with Photoshop. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Buchanan. Thank you so much, Buchanan. Uh, okay. Uh, Ashley, where can I find you on the internet? You can find me at your librarian with an underscore on Twitter or in a dash on Tumblr. Uh, it's a new year of movies, so you should go check out uh, Yuri underscore librarian on Letterboxd. True. Uh, and see what dumb bullshit I watched this week, this year. <laughs> right. Have you started your new thread yet, Ashley? Uh, I haven't. I haven't watched any new movies. So oh, as of right now, I've seen more movies this year than you. <laughs> That's true. I, I've I've rewatched uh, some movies, but I don't count those in the thread. Just oh, cause... sure. Oh, really? I sometimes do and sometimes don't. It's up to me. It's my okay. fucking thread. Yeah, that's fine. Sure. Yeah, no, I was just curious. Yeah. I, like, rewatch Jackass forever in Jackass 3D, and, like, I'm not counting those. <laughs> sure. sure. You're not watching film. I mean, listen, they're, they're great um, pieces of American artwork, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you, I listen, you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you can also find me at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give Ashley fucking money. Give Ashley your fucking money. Uh, you uh, can find Molly. yeah, you can find me on various social media sites at your friend Molly with Y E R. You can find me at audioentropy.com, I need the second best game dot club. Uh, that episode about Tacoma is up. Uh, we talked about it wasn't super long. Um, that's a pretty cool game. Yeah. If you haven't heard. So uh, if you want to listen to me and Nora talk about that, um, that is available now on um second best game dot club, uh, which journal updated the podcast. Uh, next month we're playing Bioshock two. Returning right. returning to the Bioshock games, because we played Bioshock 1 like a year ago and never followed up on it. Headed back to Rapture. Um, I w- had a had a staggering moment, I will tell you, too, about replaying Bioshock 2 uh, when we are done recording this podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's the it's, one uh, that, like, Bioshock heads are always like, that's secretly the best one. That is what I have heard, yes. Yeah. Um, and also, like, the DLC Minerva's Den, everybody yes. talks up like crazy, but I've never played it. So we'll I don't know out. if I trust Bioshock heads is the thing. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, you can go to audioentropy.com, hit that donate button in the upper right-hand corner, give us a little money for hosting the website. New year, we're going to have to pay new hosting fees, so uh, this would be a great time to do that if you are uh, willing and able. We'd appreciate that if you could. Absolutely. Um, you can leave us a review anywhere we do reviews. Um, you know, tell your friends about the podcast. You know, watch Columbo with us. As much as I grouse, it's a good time. 
Yeah. I'm I'm grumpy about it, but I'm still having a good time watching Columbo. Don't get me wrong. Peter Fox. Someone's gotta be the grump. I don't think somebody has to be the grump, but I am the grump. (laughs) It makes for a more interesting podcast a lot of the times where someone is the grump. (laughs) Well, I'm glad because do not foresee that changing. (laughs) I mean sometimes I'm the grump. That's true. It's true, we've all been the grump. Uh, but that's it. Ashley, get us out of here. Until next time. One more thing. Mm-hmm. What's that? I saw the lights. <laughs> nope. Nope. Hit and stop. Not letting you do the song. <laughs> I saw the lights. <laughs>